enjoy your show, and I've been trying to get through for quite a while. Well, we're glad you kept trying. Thank you. Um, I have this problem. Last July, I was assaulted sexually, and ever since then, I cannot sleep. I've been having trouble sleeping. How old are you? I'm 22, going on 23.
Save it from hell and dirt roads are made for country boys like me. They took her baby. Don't believe in politically correct. She had her baby. If you want a piece of me. CPS taker. Better have a set. A rifle and a four-wheel drive is all I need. Okay, let's get me a rhythm. January. <laughs> Nelson's gonna let him bleed today. He's going in the shop. And it's good for you. Take your Terramax today. President Business enveloped by a cloud of drones descending from the sky. That's the most disorganized. I would never let my kids read Chronicle SU. Get by the Nelson's bleed today. And I'll say it right to the camera. Stop it. Oh, my. You want to do this right now? I write to the propaganda for the right wing. You are fake news. And I smoke in the weed. You're gonna get this Terramax out. We're gonna live a clean life. Yes, I'm going to a um, dissociative state because you're tuned in to hate radio, broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the Terramax and put your kids to sleep. Here's your host, Hate Set. Hello and welcome to another bright and cheery episode of Radio Hate. Hate Radio is brought to you proudly by the Internet Chronicle, home of all things hating and holy. Uh, guess what? Fuck you, America. This is Chronicle.su. This is as stupid as it gets. You have to be special needs to willingly join astroturfed protests. Take them on as your own and make them your thing. What the fuck is wrong? You realize we are the only motherfuckers doing this? This is why everyone looks at us like dumbasses. Like, how do you make your decisions? On what basis? Fucking Facebook? Um, yeah, hey, thanks to Pantload, uh, by the way. Uh, the whole world's fighting coronavirus right now, and Sudan comes out with, with their big story is Sudan stops cutting little girls' clits off. Hey, better late than never, I guess. Um, at least they're not, you know, standing in front of their fucking senators' offices holding signs, protesting a goddamn illness. I don't know what we're doing. There's all kinds of shit. Uh, here's another reason they think we're stupid. Um, Silver Corp sent out those Venezuelan commandos, and uh, they say that like Trump sent them there, and they tweeted it ahead of time, just you know, letting their friends and family know that they're going to go and try and topple Venezuela's leadership. Um, we've got a guy eating fast food coming up. He's going to tell Obama to fuck off as he eats two hamburgers and a taco. Tony Spell got a candlelight vigil. I'm excited about that. There was a... Uh, uh, everybody is just... We're, we're so easily manipulated. There was a... There's a video called Morning in America. We'll, we'll break into that. Um, Alex Jones is threatening to eat people. I'm tweeting... Uh, many creative people find it difficult to create a meaningful material right now. And... Unfortunately, a lot of uncreative people are having a fucking renaissance. Tony Spell, by the way, is a American minister. He's the pastor who encouraged everyone to uh, sign over their stimulus uh, payments from the government to him. He, you know, he, he even got his kids to do it. So <laughs> It just occurs to me that he got his kids to fucking give him $600 apiece. Anyway. Um, oh, and... Uh, we're about to bring Kilgore on, but before that, my good friend noticed you guys like to accessorize your pandemic fetishization 
So she made a little website catering to your high-end personal protective equipment desires. You can check her out at HuxleyApparel.com. It's a brave new fashion. I'm fucking excited about tonight's show, Kilgore. How you doing? Oh, let's bring him on. Bring him up a little. Sorry about that. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Am I good, am I good here? Loud and clear, good buddy. Oh, fantastic. Um, just excited for tonight's show. Um, we were going to have a special guest tonight, but maybe not. We'll, but we'll see, see what happens. Be, might be a little late. Yeah. You know, a things come up. surprise guest. Um, yeah, we got to get all our, cross all our T's, dot all our I's, maybe four or five times. We have a, um, an exciting message from our sponsor tonight coming up as well, Lebel Droker Incorporated. Oh, boy. And what is their new product? Um, it's a product that's actually been on the market for a while now, but it, it's only recently has it gained a cult following, and uh, everybody wants a bottle of spray paint in these difficult times. It's a it's a kind of, um, you just oh, spray it. I remember it. that. Yeah. yeah, that's, I thought they had uh, kind of stopped making that and sold off all the excess to the dollar stores, but apparently it's back. They've still got those drums, those big industrial drums, and as it turns out, that shit is very sticky, and they they scraped a lot of it off the inside of those drums, and it's a, it's a whole new product now. Well, it's got a cult following. <clears throat> Maybe it won't live up to their you know, expectations for the second second time trotting it out, but never does. But then again, <laughs> maybe now that it's uh, kind of uh, <clears throat> gotten some age in it, uh, turned, uh, you know, thickened up a little bit, maybe it's a bit stronger. Yeah, nothing, you know? uh, nothing works better than uh, the aging object of a cult following. Chris Namelka could tell us all about that, couldn't he? No, nah, his, his cult is uh, pretty much aged out. Chris Demelka was the. He ran that. He ran that into the fucking uh, rocky shore of anonymous. He, dude, he grinded his his cult down like a fucking white stripes riff. And you you want to know the thing? Anonymous didn't even really care. They made a few threats, but you know, anonymous was already <laughs> over by the time he tried to hijack it. It was already over, but the mere fact of all his cultists going into anonymous and reading its history with scientology that totally undermined his authority they were like what the fuck are you trying to do here this is a bad idea and he got a lot of uh you know it turned into a big crybaby thing because they didn't like the direction he was leading them even with all that charisma you know he yeah he had such charisma that uh he was able to um, didn't he talk to a prosecutor? Like they were looking at him. He was doing a deposition or something, and like he was oh, just that's... so dumb, they weren't even gonna. <laughs> one of his, yeah, one of his followers try is is um, suing him, or or he's suing them. It's this lawsuits left and right. The whole damn cult imploded on itself. You could see it every day in his blog when it was still open. He was cry baby this, cry baby that. Oh, it's my cult's fault. But oh, I'm stepping down. I you think know. he was so dumb that they couldn't even properly prosecute him, though, because like he's so incompetent, he wasn't able to actually get one over on anybody. It was just that he wanted to, right? I, you know, I, I'm not sure about the details of it. I think in the deposition, he, he may have been the one who was suing, 
<laughs> uh, you can never tell with him. Well, he's been suing a lot of people um, for, uh, you know, misrepresenting him. What's it called? Libel? Slander? Um, geez. Whatever. He, well, I don't even remember. People left and right. We've already given him... You know, the, the next big cult leader right now is that Tony Spell guy. Yeah, tell us about that. See, I never heard of him. He is... It was like early in the pandemic, this motherfucker, like a preacher guy, like all the churches were emptied out. And he was like, how do I get money in my coffers? Because there's nobody fucking coming. So and everybody's out of a job and everybody's working from home. Yeah, yeah. Tony Spell sure. made a home video and he's kind of doing this thing like when the guys that sold YouTube were just kind of like standing outside and there was no rhyme or reason to the camera work and like. They were like rotating around and shit. Same thing, you know. This guy's standing there, like, "Hey, give me your money. Give me your twelve hundred. Uh, give me all of it. Let's let's see if we can find it real quick." He did. Nobody says that. He had to have some kind of sales, <laughs> he, some kind of angle. He said, uh, "Give me your." He's like, "Take the Tony Spell Challenge or something. The Stimulus Challenge is what he called it. The Stimulus. Oh, is it a test from God? Yes. And the idea was like, gee." Do I have it within me to give my stimulus check to Tony Spell? Takes a takes a big man to do something like that, you know? And he's wearing this like ridiculous striped oh, yeah. shirt. And uh like I don't think now you can even Pass Oh here he is. Stimulus challenge. Three rules. Number one, April the nineteenth, twenty twenty. It begins. Rule number two, donate your stimulus money. Rule number three, donated to evangelist, North is American. Club? Yeah, uh, well, the first rule is you're not supposed to talk about the stimulus check challenge. Yeah. Evangelists <laughs> who haven't had an offering in a month. Missionaries. Now see that he gets into the meat of it real quick. Evangelists who haven't had an offering in a month. And he's like, and if, by the way, if you don't know any evangelists, uh, let me, let me tell you about one. His name's me, Tony Spell. Give me money. And then he, so like, that was his first like real appearance on the world stage. And then um, he held congregation defying the lockdown orders. He's so brave. Mm-hmm. And so he got arrested and um, which is exactly what he wanted, you know? And, uh, and then, you know, everybody feels bad for him. He's got all this publicity and, uh, and you would think that this would be a massively disliked video because now he's got, um, all this negative attention. So you, people are going to brigade him, right? But he's already been so forgotten, as these cult leaders often are, like Krishna Melka, who knew about him? And uh, and so now, the only responses on his videos are back to pure organic. I mean, it's a, it's a, the like ratio is good. It's like 90% or something. And it, so they're holding the candlelight vigil in Tony Pastor Spell's backyard. Because he's been so oppressed by the system, right? You know. Sure, yeah, sure. Like, they were going to have a candlelight vigil for the kids that were locked in cages out in the desert. But then they realized that Tony Spell got arrested for trying to <laughs> make a little right, money right, at his right. church. Mm-hmm. And so they're all out in his backyard. Like they're even like crying and they're sorrowful and shit. You would think that Kim Jong Il died again. Powers that have 
political powers bewitched So he right gives them a little speech. They're not in their right minds. Do not hold anything against what any law enforcement judge or anybody else is doing against me, against them. Because Hear how he takes the high road? Like, don't, don't blame them. They're just doing their jobs. Like, he still has to cover all his bases. Probably because dumbass cops are coming to his... Uh, this is a spiritual battle and we're going to win spiritually the Bible said in Acts 4 and 31 and when they had made an end of praying the place was shaken where they were assembled together when the day of Pentecost was fully come we were all with one mind and in one accord and in one place right now this is the sanctuary because this is a sanctified place because this is holy ground because God's Holy Ghost is here so I'm preaching to you under the authority of the Holy Ghost here he goes with authority my rights to preach are not given to me by my governor or by any judge they cannot take my rights to preach from me if you lock me up I will preach louder if you take my life I will preach louder through you don't let anybody intimidate you from doing what you're doing right now. The more they afflicted us, the more we multiplied and grew. So I've got news for you, devil. You're not going to silence me. You're not going to take Is this my guy speaking for the coronavirus? You're not going to take well, my it's, churches. I mean, turn, turn, turn that to it's it very, off. It's, it's viral. It's, it's very much... Viral. Um, nothing new, really. This is what I would expect out of these evangelical pentecostal type of preachers you ever watch that movie marjo yeah i love marjo i think maybe we even watched it together yeah this is a you know it's just another shtick for them to raise money on you know boring <laughs> well that's not what his uh congregation is saying in the in the comments below i don't have words i felt the holy ghost through this video praying for you brother spell yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. see, that's <laughs> okay. We... And then another now one I'm, says, "Now, now I'm so excited too." Oh boy! Another uh, Ben Killian in the comments says, "I'm speechless. The HG swept over me when I watched it." Crying emoji. Mm -hmm. That means Holy mm -hmm. Ghost. Yeah, I know. That's I know. That's uh like, um, leet speak for <laughs> Holy Ghost. You know, that's funny. They abbreviate that. They type it out so many times. Parents, uh, if you're looking day, over Holy your... Ghost, Holy Ghost. It, it, a lot of parents listen to this show. And um, if you're looking over your child's shoulder uh, and you see on their, something that you don't understand or recognize on their screen, it could be that HG is stands for Holy Ghost is what we're making of it right now. And I recommend if, if you see your kid tweeting about the HG... You need to start training them early to be a preacher, just like Marjo, and you'll make stacks and stacks of cash. And if you find out that your, money. your child is uh, making big money on HGH, Holy Ghost Hormone, um, you know, that's just uh, that's another, that's just them trying to drum up a little business to give over to Tony Spell. Brother Spell. Yeah, sure, sure. Brother Spell! You're in my thoughts and prayers, baby. Go fuck yourself. What else are we doing? Um, well, there's a news that Trump is going to pump our kids full of Corona vaccine by December. I've heard about this. Uh, the president has a plan to just 
uh, forcibly inject huge amounts of vaccine, more than you would even need, into America's children. Yeah, um, and a lot of people are really excited because, you know, finally it'll be an end to the lockdown. A lot of people are really upset. Dr. Troubadour says the only thing we can count on is that we're all going to croak, whether it's from bioweapon, COVID-19, this vaccine, or just starvation from the mass layoffs and economic disruption. Yeah, he. Do you think that's? You think that's pretty grim. It's um, Um, Dr. Trudor. He's always right, though. So, really, nothing good is going to come of this vaccine. More trademark paranoia from Dr. Trudor, but like you said, he's he's been right before, and uh, I see no reason that uh, there's going to be starvation, mass die-offs, mass layoffs. I mean, the anti-vaxxers are really the least worried of all. In fact, they're having. They're trying to infect the, their children at these infection parties so that they Real can life get immunity. Yeah. Well, no, it's not a pause party. It's it's like the measles parties. The chicken Have party. Have you heard of these? <laughs> yeah, it's not a chicken, chicken pox party. party. It's like it's the measles like party. It's not a pause party, which that's... That's for people who want, you know, have all have HIV already. Mm-hmm. They want the gift. This is for no. This is for people who want to get it, and they believe that getting it is good. Imagine being a kid and uh, you're listening to this pitch by your mother, and she's like, "And you know that new virus that nobody understands, knows anything about? Well, Billy's got it, and we're gonna take you over to his house, and uh, and they're gonna, they're gonna, you're gonna get it." That's a yeah, hard sell. Um, well, it for a lot of people, um, even who believe in vaccines, they they have this view that in the past, like for instance, the polio vaccine that was real, and nowadays the measles, all the vaccines that they give kids, and the flu vaccine especially are just fake, and nobody needs them or wants them. Um, but Trump says it's more like the old real vaccines that actually worked <laughs> back when and, uh, they... don't make you sick and die back in the fifties, right? Yeah. <laughs> the modern vaccine. This is a, this is a vaccine. Now, the thing I, I love about vaccines really is that, uh, I can like, I, last year I had to go get a tetanus shot, um, and they, they stuck the needle in my arm, and it didn't hurt at all. And then I went home, and from that point on, I could, like, I could get deep, rusty cuts, and nothing would happen to me. Like, I could just, you know, I could cut myself on a dirty blade of uh, glass, and everything is cool. Like, I'm not, you know, the shit's just hitting me in the face, and it doesn't matter. That po- I, You could spit polio in my mouth, and I wouldn't get it. My legs would still work for the rest of my life. And that there's did people and, that did you go out and find some rusty old dirt. Immediately, I out? went out and rolled around in it. Yeah, I found a construction site with exposed rebar. Gave it a good lick. There's people that, that rust. There's people that won't do this. <laughs> there's, there's people that are fucking that. Not only won't they do it, they go on TV. They're opposed to it. They're probably lobbying Congress for some reason. It's funny, funny shit. And now they're out there. They're they're literally protesting the virus. Like, what the fuck do you want us to do? Yeah, fine. Fuck it. Get sick. Everybody get sick. Let's 
Let's just kill as many motherfuckers as we can. Why not, right? That, you know, that's not their reasoning. I think their reasoning is quite the opposite. They, in fact, a lot of this is not to do with disease at all. They don't hardly believe in the diseases. You know, they're still at, it's a mild flu. They're, and they're just begging to right? be kicked off of unemployment insurance that the federal government gives you because this has never happened before. Enjoy your 600 a week and shut the fuck up. Or, no, but no, get out there. Sure, fine. Get out there and fucking protest. Let's all, let's all get sick together because no, Applebee's no, they, is they, closed. They, they just want to go to Applebee's. And that's it. They don't want this. And I even people who believe in this quarantine, social distancing, all of the measures, they're getting fatigued by them and just, you know, forget about, you know, it's just too much effort for months and months to do this. Hey, it sucks. This lockdown fucking sucks. But I think what sucks more is uh, the hospitals overflowing, right? And you can't even get in to get a fucking tetanus shot because everybody's uh, coughing up their fucking pneumonia into a ventilator tube. That sucks a lot worse. You know, I saw a um article stating that 60% of New York City's cases had been from people who were isolating a lot at home too much yeah the and the coronavirus gets in through the well you know uh, that well that made me think it could be like legionnaires getting into the um some of the air conditioning yes, absolutely. units they're saying it does which, go through the air units yeah it can go th- is it is it like getting in there and staying in there or is it just passing through? Cause the thing about legionnaires is it would get in these standing water where the air conditioner runs its uh, yeah. water out. So there's like a and scum would, of legionnaires on the surface of that. And water. it would just, and it would just cycle through the building forever, um, which that's pretty terrifying, but I don't, I'm not sure it can do that. Uh, that doesn't s- seem to be the case. I, f- I figured, you know, they would have figured that out by now. Right. Well, they, uh, they, there are cases of it uh, going through the air ducts, yeah. Because, like you said, they're they're staying at home. Like I get everything ordered, but I I don't have central air or air that goes throughout the whole building. Like those are probably nicer buildings that have that, where the air is just going through the whole building and you can tap into it whenever you want, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So there's a lot of those so cases. You're safe. You're safe from that. But I mean, there's no outbreaks of like everyone in one building getting it is there i don't know probably i'm sure there are really that would, that would really tip you off if it's like legionnaires anyway this is kind of like a idiots talking about some expert thing this is so, very uh, funny stuff let's get on to the so the next thing very funny which is actually the funniest thing that i've seen in years and it, it was you know, one of one of our favorite guys, Alex Jones. AJ. He put on this big scowl, squinted his eyes a little bit, and he said he was going to eat his neighbor. Yeah, and he he was like real serious about it too. He was fucking. Uh, I will well, eat my neighbors. And it was well, about protecting you know, his kids. 
he said that his superpower is telling the truth. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that part of it really stood out to me. All the eating people stuff, you know what? That's not surprising. If you, if you follow his paranoia, that's kind of, you know, on the surface all the, or right below the surface all the time. And, but this thing about, uh, what was it? Was the, the, um, superpower is telling the truth it's more like a super um like a like a hindrance well i would say it's absolutely normal the average person tells has no reason to lie i mean how many people are out there we we tell little lies all the time every day well we're telling jokes and uh, i don't think you know the average person i don't think is is puts all that effort into lying and, and misleading people. If you're putting on a big face to the outside. Yeah. It's telling the truth really a superpower. If you (laughs) have some really negative paranoid outlook that everyone in the world is lying and full of it, maybe telling the truth is a superpower, but I just don't see that. I don't don't see it as a superpower. No, I think telling the truth is kind of the default state. Uh, yeah, people tell little white lies. They, you know, stuff we tell like people that. that our day is going well when it's not. Yeah, but that's that's not um, hiding the, some undercurrent of yeah, I really want to eat you. Actually, <laughs> you know who really tells the truth is like uh, autists, people with autism. They they see no reason to lie ever. Like even if it it's like it goes over like a turd in the punch bowl, like as a social. They, they don't they'll just tell you what they're thinking it doesn't matter uh no i'm not so sure about that i thought autists could barely even speak to begin well, with well that's like profound <laughs> autism but like what's like, what's the other one asperger's where you're you're functioning oh sure yeah um well you know i i would say that's not a matter of truth and and fiction but that's just a matter of uh total uh uh they'll tell you the truth total failure uh at social norms which is not (laughs) i don't think social norms are are really untruthful it's outside it's just what what do you call it propriety uh propriety they just don't have they have an inability at politeness that's not the same thing as as being truthful now in polite society do you are you open about your cannibalism or is that something that you keep under the table? Well, certainly it, you don't want to go around saying you're going to eat your neighbor and you don't want to say you're eyeing your neighbors up like you're going to eat them. <laughs> that means that uh, there's a neighbor out there who probably was getting their newspaper one day and saw Alex getting his and he's like, oh, hey. And Alex said, hey. And he eyed him down. Yeah. He looked at his, he was looking at his legs thinking. I, you think I enjoy eating your ass? You think I'm going to enjoy marinating that in salt and and various rubs for putting it in my green egg? I don't enjoy that. Look at the glutes on that mother. You think I'm going to enjoy cooking him on a open range? Slow smoked over applewood, basted in North Carolina style barbecue sauce for eighteen hours. You think I would enjoy eating my neighbor? Only a maniac would enjoy slow roasting his neighbor's fat fucking ass. 
Do you think I would enjoy using my neighbor's clothing as toilet paper after I've stripped him down, sliced him into steaks, grilled him, and basted him with garlic butter? You think I would enjoy wiping my ass with his clothing? Should we um, should we take a moment to hear from Alex Jones? Yeah, play a clip or All something. Right. I'll admit it. I will eat my neighbors. I'm not letting <laughs> the kids die. I'll, I'm just going to be honest. My superpowers being honest, I've extrapolated this out, and I won't have to for a few years since I got food and stuff, but I'm literally <laughs> looking at my neighbors now and going, I'm ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up. And you know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. I'll eat my neighbors. Are his daughters like, hey, dad, thanks, but no thanks. We're not going to eat the uh, fucking neighbor. We've got <laughs> cereal. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I don't like this neighbor. Have, <laughs> can we have chicken nuggets, dad? <laughs> Alex Jones is smoking the silver lung looking out of his windows at the neighbors. Yeah, well, that, he, he, that's when when his par- when his kids start complaining, he has to get creative. He, he's like, "You think my kids enjoy your ass? Coarsely ground, fried in a skillet with onions, served with ketchup, mustard, served on a potato bun with a little bit of coleslaw. You think You're, I enjoy that? You think I enjoy that sesame seed bun? You can only do this to one neighbor, by the way, and and then everyone else has caught on. Like, did you hear what Alex Jones did? <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's got no neighbors anymore. I mean, there's one thing that will um, kind of spoil the punch bowl at the uh, neighborhood, you know, picnic. It's, uh, it's uh, go, you know, he, he just can't show up to the neighborhood picnic now. His no. kids are not going to be able to throw frisbee, you know, play horseshoes, uh, you know, enjoy it. You know, they probably, the kids probably can't even ride their bike with their friends anymore because they're afraid their kids are just going to disappear and get eaten. Even the Alex Jones kids uh, might be in danger because once the cannibalism thing is out of the bag, the other cannibals now uh, from the internet and the dark net, like, they, that's fair game to them. Like, Alex Jones has put his kids, like, oh, his kids will eat me? How about I just eat his fucking kids? Like, I'm going to find out when they get off the school bus or where they're going to be on their bicycles with their friends. Well, it was a part of that clip where he talked about telling his children he had slaughtered a cow and passing it off as beef. Um, maybe it's further in the clip. You want to hear more? No, I don't, we don't need to play. All right. Well, his superpowers are being no, honest. We already went over that part. And he chopped up but a what the, and served then, it as beef? He says his superpower is being honest, but then he says he's going to lie to his kids and tell them it's beef. Oh, okay. So not only is his superpower kind of uh, called into question here, but um, he, he he's acting like his children aren't patriotic. They can't they can't stomach it. And uh, um, it's a it's a power that he can switch on and off at will. Now, I propose that real patriotic children who listen to his show are going to know that human meat is coming. If it comes down to it, they're they're ready for the truth. Yeah. They're ready to enjoy the flavor of human meat. They'll know that it's not beef. And, you know, why lie to them? He's already put them through so much. Like, they fight at their mom's house. Mm -hmm. He shows up all fucking roided out or on crank or whatever it is that he's doing 
with that Super energy. vitality. Yeah. <laughs> uh, beta prostate. And he's fucking like shrieking and yelling outside. And uh, so, yeah, like what's a little cannibalism at this point? Well, the hell if I know why it's time to eat our neighbors or think about eating our neighbors is that the whole point of his show is to destroy civilization and bring back a barbaric world. Yeah. The, the, that's the politics. That's the whole idea is barbarity. Get and us back eating to zero. His neighbor, eating his neighbor is the ultimate expression. Now, there, I'm not for eating our neighbors, but I am for eating Elon Musk. And he's got this, this is a sweet transition, right? He's had, he's had a child. and He wants to put it in the uh, big green egg and smoke it. Well, no. He's, he's given his child um, a special name. Like um, his child is some kind of computer chip or something. Oh, it's... um. Something A12, Ash, something A12. It's like Ashley A12 or something. X-A-E, A12. He um he opened up his most recent interview with Joe Rogan, like uh, letting everyone know that his wife gave her that name. He's like, I know you're thinking it's me because all the fucking X-A-E shit, but it was actually Grimes' idea. Well, he had to go along with it, right? Yeah. Oh, he did, I'm sure. I would do, if Grimes wanted to name our kid a fucking cuss word, I would go along with it. She is a smoke show. Absolutely. And her music's pretty good. No, I thought her music is like original, but her singing, it's, it's very strange, you know? It's, um, hard to call it singing. It's almost like a, um, humming or a, uh. Kind of chanting almost. That's true. It does have a kind of a droning quality to it, but I like that. Mm-hmm. She could name our kids something stupid. I don't care. I, I and if you know, if I had to cover for her and be like, "Yeah, it's my idea," I, I guess I would. But well, he that just that, there. that is what that would make you what they call a simp nowadays. <laughs> Do you think Elon Musk is a simp for accepting that name? Yeah, look at all the kids he has with their fucking simp. <laughs> Letting her name a kid, <laughs> this ridiculous name. Yeah. He, he, he would name it something like, you know, baby seven. And it's going to be the, <laughs> the baby that goes to space or something. Well, they're going to go to Mars. Apparently, although let's talk about Mars. Do you think Mars is a good place for a backup civilization? I've had a long discussion today about this. I think it's awful. Now, what makes Mars good? Let's focus on that. What's the upside of building a, a house on Mars? There's two. That it, one is that it's dirt, and two is it that have dirt. Is, is that it gets up to about 50 degrees uh, at the warmest. 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit? Yeah. Okay. That's um, the only two things have, I can see. It has a little carbon dioxide, just like enough that at 200 miles per hour, you'll feel a slight breeze. 
<laughs> oh, so you wouldn't feel anything uh, because there's nothing to move through the air during a windstorm? It's so thin of air that it really feels like nothing blowing by even at hundreds of miles an hour. Oh, that's interesting. It never occurred to me that you would need particles in the air to be hit with, like water, yeah. Well, no, you need, you just need more air. It's so thin that it just... Yeah, I got you. Yeah, anyway. So um, that's okay, I guess. I mean, who gets... Well, it's there's minerals. Thin. Yeah, there, it almost doesn't count as a plus side. There's a lot of iron, which you won't really need or want. Um, there may be other minerals too, which could help, but you won't really need or want... I mean, what you want is food, right? I mean, why would you want... You would want food, you'd want water, you'd want some form of energy. Why did and, Mars come up today? Because we're talking about Elon Musk. He wants so, to go to like, Mars. Yeah, yeah. He's And he's had this... Um, he had a furious tweet today where he's threatening to move his factory out of California. Oh, that's not a good look. He's trying to get rid not, of everything, right? The county, it's not even, it's the Alameda County has told him he can't open for another month and he's furious. Oh, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. This is, I didn't know that. And right Mm -hmm. after his baby was born. He's going to move the factory to Texas. Ugh, Texas. Or Nevada. Where there's still freedom. (laughs) Where there's still fallout. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, let's our our good old friend Vinay Gupta. The he was talking about Mars. The he's the man who invented the foam mansion, or the foam yurt. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did an article about him at the Internet Chronicle. Yeah. Well, Vinay Gupta has been furiously defending Elon Musk from people who just aren't his fan. It's a real good old boy system up at the top. Well, Vinay Gupta, I would, he is like the guy who goes around trying to get billionaires to invest in philanthropy, which it's not a bad deal, but he has to be on their side all the time or else his jig is up, right? Yeah. And uh, you always got to be positive. You always got to be like shining a smile, even when you're being uh, ugly. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't characterize it that way. You have to be ugly towards government. You have to be ugly towards um the things that all the things that they hate. There is a kind of uh, libertarian thread through the whole thing. Uh, absolutely. I mean, ph- philanthropy is the um olive branch of the rich right to the to the rest this is what they would prefer to socialism socialist institutions medicare for all they want philanthropy to fill in all the little things hey man if getting that shit out of california and into texas gets us to mars faster than by god let the old boy do it he's got a baby to raise a12 apparently Apparently, according to Vinay Gupta, it's very important that we have a backup civilization. Built out of foam yurts. In case of catastrophe. Yeah, foam yurts on Mars. Well, the foam yurts are really for the refugees, but 
as I see it, um, philanthropy is really kind of a, a failed, failed idea. I mean, look, the biggest philanthropy project in history, the pursuance um, project close, but actually it's Bill Gates foundation, the Gates foundation. And this is where a billionaire seriously said this much money is a waste. I, I would like to spend it to do the most good as possible. And he went to a scientist and they said, okay, diseases and pandemics, let's pour money on that fire and cure diseases. Well, look, what, what has it accomplished? We've got a, it's, it's got nothing to done, nothing to stop COVID. No, I bet a lot the, of, a lot of Maseratis got bought with that money and maybe well, some nice hotel rooms. A lot of research has been done with it. They have um, fought old diseases pretty effectively in parts of the world that have no funding. But overall, the money isn't what's fighting COVID. It's staying at home. It's shutting down travel. It's policies that are just, you know, simple and effective. That has done so much more than any amount of money could. And still, everyone who's out of a job, they're relying on the government. Yeah, fucking government. I hate the government. Give me my money. I fucking hate you. Okay, give me the money. I fucking hate you. Stop giving me They really want to be kicked off that shit and and made to go back into the sick mind. Soon we'll all be living in little foam yurts, <laughs> and uh, they'll have their way, right? I guess that's why Homeboy wants to go to Mars because he sees where this is going. He's like, "Hey, Vine, you, um, you get him with the yurts, all right? I'm out." Well, Vine made some interesting. I love you, Vine. Vine said that um, Elon Musk is the one who's really trying to save everyone with oh, his musky. electric cars, his batteries, oh, and his Mars yeah. rockets. He loves all that shit. And that's going to save humanity. Fucking recharge my batteries. Rockets go up in the air and go boom. Ideas are going to Mars. Oh, he loves mm-hmm. all that fucking floaty hippie bullshit that doesn't actually do anything. His that fucking shit. batteries are going right in the ocean. Well, he's saying that's the pragmatic answer to all of society and, and humanity's problems and issues and t- and terrors at yeah, the help, moment. Dig, help us out, man. Give us another fast car with a big fucking flat battery on the bottom. That's going to make the world better, baby. And on the other hand, the moral inferior is your uh, policy makers, your governments, your government, uh, the people who are, you know, trying to manage uh, travel and all manage the you know the government everything the government's doing is negative and bad hateful government and, trying to yeah, keep people exactly. healthy well and tax them and Ugh. you know and oppress them and all of that well in the end and when it comes time what and when it comes time to give us our taxes back and we actually see that money no fuck you but in the final analysis, look, Mars has no air on it. Um, 
well, a little bit. It has no people, has no animals, no plants, no no life to speak of. Maybe a little bit of crusty salt with some bacteria on it that thaws out once a year, and um, that's all you got on Mars. And and how is that going to protect us from the worst? I mean, <clears throat> I can't imagine a catastrophe that would make Earth a worse place to live than Mars. Can you imagine a catastrophe <laughs> no. that would make Earth a worse place to live uh, than Mars? Yeah, the There's sun no... expanding and then okay, the sun cooking and thing. Well, that would spoil Mars too, so that doesn't count. Mars is already uh, a shithole, man. Yeah, Mars is already a shithole, so there's no reason to go fucking around there. And, okay, and when confronted with this, you know what Vinay Gupta said? He said, well, on Mars, we'll be able to reset the government and society. So, really, he is the one who wants yeah. a revolution. Yeah. By right? reset the government, you mean invent your own when you get there. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, and it will be finally be good and run <laughs> by smart I would people. I fucking love to see, I'd love to see him try it. You know, it would be worth uh, whatever the cost is just to put them all on some kind of biosphere and make them simulate it first. Well, I'd you want to know see what it. happened. We can draw a direct historic analogy to um, the colonization of the Americas. You know what that was? It's like West Virginia. That that was Europe taking all its barbarity and all its worst things uncivilized parts of it and giving it free reign in this new distant area. That's what this idea of a new and better world is. It's one that's not civilized. It's one that's barbaric. And and then when people are anti-political and when they're um, anti-democracy, they're against, you know, they're basically just this mainstream Trump follower type point of view about government, what they want is freedom to be barbaric, hierarchy. They want to eat their neighbor. That's right. Probably the leader. The point is, is have you thought about that yet? Because I'm somebody that thought I could fix this, and I'm starting to think about having to eat my neighbors. He thought he could, and that's, that's, that's it. He thought, we're just trying to fix it, man. We're trying to make it better. On Mars, if you your neighbors, <laughs> there's no cops to, <laughs> no... to run you down. Yeah. Mars is a cannibalistic culture by default. Just like it's, uh, you can rape and kill and um, whatever you want to do. I mean, as long as it's you doing it, who's going to stop you? Some pretty That's good right. old boys up there. You think I like sizing up my neighbor, how I'm going to haul him up by a chain and chop his ass up? I'll do it. My children aren't going hungry. Is it awful? Did you add that creepy uh, thing? I, <laughs> I never noticed that. That's, that's, well, look, man, that's just the, that's the Internet Chronicle hard at work here. I will eat your ass. That's why I want the globalists to know. I will eat your ass first. You're not. We're going to dig you out of those bunkers. We're going to dig you out of those holes. You make us eat up. Let me tell you something right now. Okay. I think we've heard enough of him. Why don't we take a break? We're going to take some callers when we come back. And then we'll shift it into high gear because we got some news about adrenochrome. Jesus Christ. 
So yeah, the show's yeah. just going to keep getting nastier as as the evening goes on. Here we've we only begun. <laughs> we've only just begun. Living hard and doing time and I don't give a fuck And I've been beat down and thrown around and now you're out of luck and punch Fight fuck Addicted to these streets, never find true peace, I'm told Come take my body, God, don't let me 
any longer smoke a pound of marijuana So I know it ain't long, where is the end of my victim? Is there close? I suppose that's why I murdered my foes with the cry Destitute? Has the cruel pointlessness of life got you down? Teachers, preachers, and therapists might offer tedious solutions with no guaranteed success. Don't just sit there and pray the pain away. Now, you can spray the pain away with Spray Pain. New from Liebeldroger Laboratories, Spray Pain takes the hassle out of overcoming emotional turmoil. Use Spray Pain to get rid of unsightly pain related to any agonizing condition. Tragic loss of life, death of a pet, abandonment issues, funeral bombings, even failed marriage. With spray pain, every single thing you can think of that causes pain becomes a little ticklish gift from God in a bottle. I'm happy again. Liebel Droker says, spray away, pain away, come again another dark day. Spray pain is a Liebel Droker product. This message is brought to you graciously by Liebel Droker Incorporated. We own everything that matters. Listen to Liebel Droker Radio, Chronicle.su is brought to you proudly uh, by Liebel Droker Incorporated. Hate Radio's home of the hatenest, half hour on the internet. It's the suckinest and fuckinest of news radio program you're ever going to hear coming out of my fucking mouth. All right? You think I'm fucking around? The Pentagon just declassified footage of UFOs getting the hell away from this earth. That's how good hate radio is. The Pentagon uh, declassified this breathtaking video footage that clearly shows UFOs getting the absolute fuck away from the Earth as fast as scientifically possible, according to our sources at the Internet Chronicle. In this previously leaked footage, Navy Commander Dr. David Fravor, he's not a doctor, and his massive unit were sent to check out strange, unidentified objects descending from 80,000 to 20,000 feet before disappearing altogether. After several failures, the crew excitedly gets a lock on one of the targets in the famous video we've all seen by now of a rotating tic-tac-shaped UFO allowing the camera to follow the otherworldly visitor until it left the Earth in its fucking dust, man. Fravor said he had not seen a vessel moving away from an object at that speed since Prince Andrew's final departure from the Buckingham Palace after he diddled all those kids with Epstein. Uh, Fravor told the Internet Chronicle, I can tell you, it, I think it was not from this world. 
He says, I'm not crazy. I haven't been drinking. After 18 years of flying, I've seen pretty much everything I can see in that realm, he repeated, like he does to every fucking news agency. And he said this was nothing close. Uh, not to mention, they did not seem at all impressed with the Earth, he said, and left in the fastest hurry he had ever seen. A bunch of pussies, right, Kilgore? Man, we've been talking about these damn aliens and this, these, these goddamn UFOs for uh, probably about five, six shows. Why don't and the aliens? Well, I'm just trying to get around they're to hitting it. the mainstream. They're they're way <laughs> they're here. behind us. We've been here. We've been talking about them for years. Uh, for some reason, the aliens want nothing to do with us. What do you think you know it could what it be? Is. What? We already talked about this. What they did is they dropped off their biological weapon. They're monitoring its effects, and they're keeping a good distance. I thought they hated our freedoms, and they just couldn't hack it here. Oh, that could be this. That could be it. I I don't think so, though. We have no idea what it could possibly be. The bioweapon thing is the most plausible because it's the scariest. Yeah, it really. Really rings my bell. Yeah, man, really tickles my pickle. The thought of uh, aliens descending on the Earth and releasing some kind of uh, horrible bioweapon upon us. Open lines, Internet Chronicle. You give us a call, 917-675-4836. We'll suck you off. And uh, yeah, I, was, I was sure that the aliens really were going to hit us with a ransomware, a global ransomware that would sweep the Internet shut down all our computers if we didn't pay them whatever they needed. It's uh, um, Well, it was, again, that's something that I always heard from the Internet Chronicle. And um, I believe, I believe, okay, and hold on here for one second. <laughs> what do you believe? The fuck um, do you believe? You've read, you've read QAnon's theory about, um, about what, what's going on with Corona, right? Uh, Actually, no, I haven't. I, I missed it. The elites, the powers that be, the government agents at the top of the deep state have been running out of adrenochrome because after they shut down the Epstein franchise, they had no source for fresh adrenal glands. Mm -hmm. Supple, young adrenal glands. And... Instead, now, they decided, well, if we can get, for every two or three old person, we get that counts as one young person, because they're all run out of the good juice, but they can get it in mass. So they've got this new COVID that they've brought out to <laughs> yeah. get this mass harvest of old people's adrenal glands. Yeah, that's to, cool. To fill the adrenochrome fix that they needed That's and you nice. could tell that all after Epstein got off all the elites were just hankering for uh for their adrenochrome you could see Trump was so sick just before the uh you know he could barely even breathe do you think Epstein orgasmed hit. as he died no i'm not sure i think i think it was a murder you know, but they still hang, they hanged him though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they hanged him. Did you think there was any erotic kind of uh, thing to it? I don't know. It could have been a ritual 
There could have been somebody standing across the room with a bamboo pole whipping his cock while he was hanging from his neck. That's all I'm saying. No. Anyway. That's all you're saying. That's all you're saying. I guess it's neither here nor there. Could have been. But, I mean, um, I'm not really fantasizing about that, but Trump maybe. and these elites. Uh, Who knows what they do? They've Those got elites, all kinds of things. You said they right? got Trump uh, is getting sick from these adrenochrome withdrawals or something? Yeah, yeah, I just mentioned that. Um, you notice on the first day he announced the coronavirus was a real thing and not a fake thing. He seemed so sick. He did. Like, he he was, was worried. Like, he couldn't breathe and he needed that. He needed he had, he was running out of adrenochrome. It's different in UK where uh their Boris Johnson got it and he openly had it and he went to the hospital. Like I don't think if he got it here, he would ever cop to it. Well he'd have to. He's doing these daily briefings. I mean, Christ, they're they're so fucking annoying and pointless. I mean, why do we need to hear every day about updates well, here's for an the, hour we do need to There's hear no updates but we, we need to hear actual information and not just somebody fucking being up there I mean acting like he's on TV or something <laughs> acting well, like a reality right. show guy a lot of the Trump followers are just glad that he's there to kind of be on TV and make them feel good about yeah. anything there he is again oh they hate him look how they hate him he finally said something because you know they're a lot of them, you ever see people on Twitter like, why won't someone say something about this, you know? Yeah, why isn't... Whatever it is, they're, the topic that they're fixated on, right. they just want to hear something That's always about. the lead-in with everything people want you to hear about is fucking, why is nobody talking about X? Mm-hmm. What you are right now, and now everyone is. So, what the fuck you want? Or, oh, yeah, yeah. And the other, the other one is always... Why is there a media blackout on this thing? I'm linking to a major story in the media about. Yeah, and if you Google it, it's the whole front page is ABC uh-huh. News, CBS, CNBC. Seen that one a million times too. <laughs> yeah, everybody's covered it to death. There's nothing left I mean, to say about it. It's so overcovered. Blackout. No, we did a we did a blackout when um when everybody was. Uh, all about uh, net neutrality, and we were like, "Oh, yeah, if there's going to be, wrong. we were wrong. That was one time in the chronicle <laughs> she was wrong. It was wrong of us to black out and deprive our readers of uh, safe, life-saving information. We got we got swept up in the um, free internet activism. It was sick. Like we're sick people for giving into that sort of thing. Well." You know, everybody it felt like everybody did, but we resist now. And fortunately, there's no record of it at all, except now that we've mentioned it. Uh, the, what's with the media blackout at Chronicle.su refusing to talk about the media blackout? Well, look, regulations against the internet companies, internet service providers, and all of that are still much overdue and greatly needed. More than ever, especially people like Facebook are are real, real sources of uh, all kinds of misinformation and and hate, and even um, genocide. You, you know, the Rohingya genocide was 
basically created by Facebook groups that just were hate groups. And Facebook did nothing to shut it down because oh, we don't have the manpower or, you know, whatever lame excuse they have. You know, oh, it's infringing on their freedoms and rights. We don't no. have the manpower. Yeah, these these great titans of industry, the internet industry, who are making more money than anyone else and just hand over fist profits are the ones always saying they don't have the money to, you know, care for society, care for humanity, you know, prevent genocide in that one case. We, uh, yeah, how could we possibly stop it? We don't have the manpower. We could spend, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars to hire some people. It's really, you know, compared to what they're making, their profit margins, it's really not a, pretty inexpensive. And the, the people they do hire to moderate just use these weird, they're, they're, they, what they do is they hire out all their moderators to India or wherever where it's cheapest and then they have them moderate cultures that they're unfamiliar with. It's so weird. The taboos and stuff by following these insane flow charts that they probably can't even hardly, uh, you know, interpret properly. And then they, you end up having these insane, like wild, totally off base bannings of, Thinks they're totally innocuous. Well, hate groups thrive, right? Right. It's constantly. It's it's it's, it's terror. Uh, we are balls deep in tonight's episode of Hate Radio. As uh, okay, yeah. Well, so the the phones are open. Um, people have been calling. By the way, the phone is fucking ringing off the hook. While we've just been sitting here playing with our dicks, so right, we'll, we'll, we'll take some calls. Someone. We'll bark at them if they don't have anything interesting to say and shut them down, and uh, hopefully get some hate flowing. There was uh, there was somebody. Uh, Bill was uh, talking to a guest earlier, so if you're listening and you want to call in, uh, give us a call. Um, I promise that if I see it ring, I'll take it this time. Um, for like an hour, people have been calling, trying to get through the show. And uh, maybe now we can finally take some calls. Um, we'll see what happens. So what ended up happening? Um, like, what was the end game? with? Because we never really know what's going on with Q Anonymous anyway. Like, what's the whole purpose? Like, what now is the end game after it's been hijacked? I bet... Uh, Chris Namelka would love to have hijacked uh, Q Anonymous. I mean, there's no end game. You just get a real rush out of it and uh, keep going until everybody's a fucking barbarian eating their neighbor. So it's just all about that sweet, sweet rush. Yeah, and the neighbor meat. Um, let's see here. The neighbor meat. Yeah, if you're Alex Jones, dude, um, you're all about that neighbor meat. You're thinking of new ways to cook up your neighbors. Chop them, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Mm -hmm. 
serve them to your daughters, lie, tell them it's horse meat. But your superpower is uh, truth. Yeah. Well, if your superpower is truth, then you must be very good at lying. Because you've got such an understanding of truth that you can pass off anything as truth. Yeah, I mean, you can even pass off obvious uh, pork-like human meat as beef. I mean, who would would ever believe that? You give someone this really uh, stringy, kind of uh, lean, pork-like meat, and then you tell them it's beef. How does that work? So really, it tastes like Tim. It tastes like Tim used to smell. <laughs> no, it's. By the way, are those bones in your uh, corpse pit sure don't look like deer or beef, for that matter? Let's see. I'm just looking at the list of callers. Uh, who all is trying to call in? Some people have called a lot. Let's uh, let's play a voicemail and see what happens. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Okay, let's. They're they're all leaving voicemail. Oh. We're getting calls from number stations, man. So this is what it's like to. Uh, this is our screener. <laughs> what else is here? Isn't that weird? What else do we yeah, have? Yeah, it must be encrypted. Yeah, that's encryption. That's encryption, man. I'm going to see what's going on with the phones. 18 naked cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. Big heart throbbing cocks wanting to be sucked. 18 naked cowboys wanted to be fucked. Cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch on their knees wanting to suck cowboy cocks. Ram Ranch really rocks. Hot hard buff cowboys, their cocks throbbing hard. 18 more wild cowboys out in the yard. Big bulging cocks ever so hard. You want to call Randy? I thought we had phone. <laughs> oh, we had people on the line. I don't know. Um, oh, you're just, just fucking with us. Well, no, somebody is ca- trying to call in. And uh, it's, it's not ringing on the um, Skype computer anymore. You know, every time you mention Skype, it's always a letdown. It's down. never good, yeah. It's like, oh, they're calling every us from Korea? That's <laughs> okay. Let's see. Maybe it's Kim. He's oh. finally going to tell us how he got uh, revived. You know, that's a good... We we haven't hit that one yet. While we're waiting for someone to call back in, we can uh, we can talk about how Kim Jong-un was down momentarily i got called from a 540 number interesting yeah this is weird this is a weird episode of uh phone radio yeah it's never good with like 
Skype is, has so shit the bed, and and they're losing to the likes of Zoom, which sucks I'm even worse. I have to take a drink if you mention um, how Skype used to be good and used to be great, because that's like a recurring theme here. Man, the, things ain't like it used to be. <laughs> like back back in the day, you used to everything just worked, brother. You didn't have to fuck with it. Didn't have to troubleshoot it and configure it. It just, it just, goddamn fucking worked, man. Things used to be better than this. I was about to read out this story. You want me to read this story? Oh yeah, what are we on? Kim Jong Un downed. This was. Oh yeah. So he's up again. Oh yeah. Um, but this is from from before that. This is from the before times. Kim Jong-un was downed with medics from China rushing to get him back up. Internet chronic reporters gained exclusive access to Kim's private quarters where he lay in a state of uncertainty. He's somewhere between live and dead, Dr. Troubadour said. He can pop right back up into action at any time, just like Terry Schiavo. China coming in, I wouldn't write that possibility off just yet. And we know now. That they did bring him back up. Yeah, it worked. I mean, I couldn't believe that they actually raised him up. A lot of people were sure he was dead. I think you were sure he was dead. And I I, said, no. Dude, I swore he was dead. Just down. He's just down. There was an attack on his life or something, I thought. No, his dad died of heart problems, too. So it stands to reason that Kim Jong-un would also have heart problems that he needed work on. He didn't even have a doctor in-house. Like, he had to get somebody from China. That's how fucking backwoods and hillbilly... North Korea is. They might as nah, well be sea land. They got doctors, but none that could bring him back. <laughs> they had to bring in China. He doesn't and, have doctors that know how to do the sensitive, like once in a lifetime type of work that he needs. He had to go China. They fed it. He, I think he did it himself because we have this anonymous juke party insider. <laughs> right. who asked not he did. To be named. He did the work on himself. Might just be doing this whole I'm dead thing for attention. He's been hate watching the Trump briefings and nearly blew his lid with a comment about sunlight in the body, about the disinfectant. And Kim demanded he get that Rona inside him. And that was his own way of immunizing, was to have it di- injected directly into the, the brain, was it? Yeah, that's right. And he really wanted more than anything... Not he didn't care about if he died or not. He, of course, he because he's a Kim. He was born with the with the sunrise, so he already has sun inside his body, and he knew that he would be immune. But uh, it hit him in the brain pretty hard anyway. This is why people are calling us from Korea, I guess. No, uh, exactly. Yeah. So then what happened? Uh, did he get he, was he the first confirmed case of coronavirus in the brain? Yeah. That's cool. And so what was the effect? Put him into a coma real quick. <laughs> he was downed. You know you ever play a, um, one of those battle royale games and you get shot but I'm downed. But you're just down? Yeah. Somebody can come and help you like China. Yeah, they picked him right back up. And uh, but part of picking him up was injecting coronavirus into the brain. Um, no, that was how he got down to begin with. Oh, so they were in, and it it was some kind of uh, insider 
um, decided to. No, he pumped it. He demanded to get pumped in it so he could get the attention. And then. Yeah, it was all for the attention. Like he didn't in the middle of this heart thing. thing. Well, the heart thing, that's a, that was just a cover story. That's the fake news. Oh, okay. It wasn't enough attention anyway. Not like getting shot up with coronavirus. He was still able to rule the country from the vegetative state. That was a big question at the time, yeah. I remember. No, he was fine. Um, they would like say, then blink if you want to have so-and-so executed. And he would <laughs> blink. <laughs> and when it came to his sister, he didn't blink. Yeah, it's like, blink if you want to put your sister in charge. And he just stared. <laughs> he just had a catatonic fucking stare. And they were like, okay, you're still the leader. And did you see that picture where she like dolled herself up a little bit? What was that for? She came back to Korea or something? Well, she realized she was she had become a big media uh, sensation with her brother downed. Did you see those dumb fucks on Twitter that are like, yeah, girl power. It's time for a woman to lead North Korea. Like, what? Oh, I think they were just joking, but maybe they were serious. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, that's true. It's easy to take things um, literally that are that are written down on the internet. That's Very a superpower of mine. <laughs> what did Gerard Boucher of Georgia have to say? Because they're getting it pretty bad in Georgia with the coronavirus right now. They say it doesn't affect them, but they're getting more cases than anybody else. Oh. <clears throat> Oh, you mean where it doesn't affect them, though? They yeah. get it, but it doesn't affect right. them. <laughs> They're just it's too soon to tell. I don't think y'all pull the plug if there's a chance he's alive in there. It's like Terry Schiavo. He you got an ear on the side of life. He's good friends with the president, you know, that Kim is. Great friends. Sad. The president um, says that our veterans are too pure to get corona. Is that real? But, yeah, he yeah. said that... Um, the World War II veterans, because he wasn't wearing, he didn't wear a mask, even though his Secret Service has coronavirus right now. The president uh, was not wearing a mask when he met up with these World War II veterans, and he was like, "No, no, don't worry about it. They're too pure to get coronavirus. I mean, they're good fucking Americans. That's why Georgia's handling it so well. Some good old boys down there, good Americans. They're all like veteran status down there. <laughs> they're fine. Now you know. Let's shift gears here. I keep hearing about. Every time I see Twitter, I I keep seeing about how Joe Biden is a molester or a womanizer or old, whatever. Old, feeble, child molester. I keep seeing about that. Um, he wants to. On uh, he wants to to bounce you on his knee. Now I saw a I saw a video of Joe Biden and he was just sitting on a park bench with a constituent. You know, also an older gentleman. And uh, an 11-year-old boy walked by, and um, the constituent he was with, you know, just deplorable, he said, man, check out the ass on that kid. And Joe Biden said, yeah, I bet he looked good back in the day. No. <laughs> now that's... You no, know, I wonder. These used to be picking up babies and kissing them was the... Uh, <laughs> you don't do that anymore. Norm. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, if you do that nowadays, you're... No, 
kind of uh they don't want that much for the prudes out there yeah ew like what if he what if he grabbed a baby and ran with it that would be very bad luck <laughs> that sure wouldn't win any uh votes this november yeah so he got he got he snatched my baby right off the line like while everybody's lined up he just copping a fill see when you're rich and powerful they let you do it they let you do anything you want that's what i was gonna say i wonder if he has the same move where he grabs him by the pussy or if he just is more subtle and you know kind of you know rubs them rubs their hair or you know puts his arm around their waist whatever he might see he might be such an old-fashioned dude that that is like a very risque like he probably gets a a rod just at the smell of somebody's hair because he's such an old-fashioned guy right this reaching out and (laughs) grabbing a pussy is so beyond that's what uh that's what i see it as like yeah he's um kind of handsy with with these girls and you know, in a kind of old-fashioned way, but you know, he's not going going around telling Billy Bush to grab him, grab him. You know, no, he's a he's a modern man with old-fashioned predilections, which means that uh, he's getting off on the smell of hair and kissing his granddaughter on the mouth, and the fact that he does it in front of people so often that you can make a video montage of it. Is another, it's like a power move. It's like, yeah, I'm doing this in front of you all, and here you all are looking on, uh, affirming it, saying this is fine. You know, I, I. <laughs> I just uh, don't see how. You know, people are are would um can't compare him with Trump. I just don't see how it compares with Trump's womanizing. <laughs> Trump has had how many wives and divorces and all I mean, kinds yeah. of nasty allegations. And and not that it's any of my business. I don't give a shit. Anything. You know, it's, I'm not voting for them to uh, be my pal or yeah. drink a beer with them. I get, you know, that's that old question. They should get laid a lot. That old question. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I I would prefer someone who's pretty dispassionate as a president, someone who is like robotic, like Al Gore. Uh, Trump was somebody that I, I couldn't really picture fucking his wife passionately. No, but Stormy Daniels, you can see him doing some weird shit there, right? Oh no, I I said Trump, but I meant Obama, because Obama was so stony faced. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's very controlled. He's yeah, like like Obama. No, you know. Then again, he shoots hoops and smokes a joint. You could see, I could see it. He he's saying I could see him having a passionate side with that R and B group. But for instance, Al Gore though, how did his wife is trying to ban? You know, dead Kennedys trying to ban John Denver. Yeah, trying to ban fun and joy. High. Yeah, and and they go home. And when they get wild, they, uh, you know, put some mayonnaise on their, on their lettuce. She puts out the good doilies. Yeah. And they get fucking sideways. But to me, you know, that's not the guy you want to drink a beer with, but he's the guy you want to be in charge of, you know, shutting down public spaces when there's a big disease going around. Not someone who's going to like have his finger on the trigger or, you know, 
and be, uh, you know, looking at, you know, oh, is this going to get me elected? You kind of want the dispassionate guy, right? Yeah, you want the guy that's just sitting there playing it like a game of civilization, just looking yeah, at all the numbers <laughs> and weighing every factor. Yeah. How's my happiness over here? How's my economy over here? And uh, and the not the guy who's on TV trying to appease all the freaking out maniacs who are like, someone needs to say something. Right. That's nothing. That's a small group of people, too. Like, it just because they're louder doesn't make them uh, worth listening to. But those mm-hmm. are the ones that uh, really get his attention. He's like a, you know, you just jingle your keys in front of him and he would start instituting policy that the sound, the keys like. Well, now we're kind of retreading uh, the past topics here. So maybe, you know, I don't think we got any callers, so maybe we should well, call it. We did get a ton of callers, but we're not taking any of them. Well, okay. who needs well, them, dude? We do a great show without callers coming along and um bringing it down to their level they just fucking prattle on about fucking uh you know what it's like to work at a gas station or something i don't give a shit really um yeah that's dude the last episode was some somebody calling and he was like he was like on break at the gas station and then i kept him on because because i'm such a nice guy i kept him on for like 15 minutes listening to him you're nice to to one guy, but all the listeners, you're being exactly. Shitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a pant load, hate sec, for the fucking mm-hmm. captivating conversation <laughs> from the guy who's just trying to figure out a way to slip in the n word. Is that really what he was doing? Uh, that's what they all do. Like I don't. That's why I don't really care if I miss calls because it's like they're not, they're not as good as this. They're not as. You know, like I'll I'll fix it. I'm not trying where to avoid they, the calls. Where do those Where do those guys come from with that sense of humor? This oh, is not their show, is it? You would think not, right? But somehow, I guess it's because we just say whatever we're feeling. Like pe- those are people who also want to hear somebody say exactly what they're feeling because they're yeah, so. They probably just look up the word hate and yeah. they're like, "Oh, <laughs> it's my show." <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's too bad. Um. But no, they got to hear Alex Jones. So, like, they're getting the best of both worlds tonight. Mm-hmm. They probably do want to eat their neighbors if they're, you know, they might be too racist to eat their black neighbors. So, do you think that's true? Yeah. Like, they, they're probably put off by it. Sure. They want to eat some pasty fucking white blonde fat fucking retards out of Walmart. I mean, you know, they're the type of people who can't eat the crust on the bread because it's too black for them. Yeah. If it's brown, throw it down. Oh, Jesus. Now we're going to get banned from all the social media and stuff. All the all the platforms are going to de-platform us. Because we're mm-hmm. just too fucking edgy, man. Like, at a certain point, though, it, um, if your audience is ugly, you 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 should look at yourself, I think, and, and maybe ask why they come. Well, I've, well, I've never... I mean, there was one time I heard some guy trying to slip in some kind of a N-word rant. I remember that. That that was only once. Most of the time, our listeners have been pretty respectful and get it. And there was even one time when we had a listener call in and challenge us and say, oh, you hate radio. What does that mean? That's true. Uh, And we didn't really have a good answer ready for him. 
Although I think that the um, that song that Rage Against the Machine did with uh, that rap group, not Rage Against the Machine, just Tom Morello, he did a song about unleashing hate with some rap group, and it was about why you should be angry about things going on that aren't right. And I thought that was the perfect, you know, that's better than irony is righteous hate, hate against the, um, the, you know, the pressers, the, the people out there who are, you know, the cannibals of the society. We, we don't want, bar- why, why would we tolerate you know, people who just want barbarity and an end to civilization and also and to democracy. You got to hate that stuff, don't you? I yeah, mean, Tom Morello's approach of yeah. hating, of, of focusing your hate is a much better use of it than just uh, being ironic. Because when you see that on paper, you, you see the irony on paper and that looks foolish because they're reading it literally. Whereas if they see you saying exactly what you mean on paper in a hateful, ferocious way, they're Def, they're way going to respond to that much better. Mm-hmm. And also, it's uh, it's probably a little bit more authentic. Like, how long, can, how thin can you stretch irony is the question we've always asked before you start fucking believing it for yourself. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Because at a certain point, you're getting joy out of saying things that are just hateful. And is it really the irony that you're doing anymore? Or is it just a... Uh, exercise in in hate where you're where you've led yourself down this path of oh i'm just doing it to make fun i'm not i'm not saying i'm doing it to shock i'm doing it for this or that and it's by the end of that you know you're kind of stripping yourself down to the truth of of hate and that's then you're a proud boy you've seen that happen with um we can talk about former writers here. We can talk about yeah. weave. We can talk about you yeah, know all kinds uh, of people. The guy that, that used to write for Chronicle, uh, Tyler let's Bass. Not, let's not go into that. He, let's go in. I'll, let's keep it short because there's he, this uh, one guy. Yeah. Did you ever see that clip of the guy who was wearing a swastika or something, and then some enraged uh, black folks confronted him in this really threatening way, and he ripped that nazi shirt off so fast and said i'm just joking I oh just yeah i remember that people and he ripped that shirt off so fast and denied what he was doing yeah it's all about the duh at a certain point irony can just be what it is deniability and it or and it the only person who can deny that it's hateful is the person saying it right everybody else sees it and just sees it as hate yeah and the person who's expressing this hate is he's only able to deny it to himself. I remember in 2007, um, maybe 2008, the Jews did 9-11 was the big joke on the internet. And there was every kind of meme about it, like cats fucking smiling. The Jews? Oh, they did 9-11, you know? And uh, so I had written a Chronicle story where I included that meme and I sent it to a, a really like a well-known and a highly respected academic who handles like Middle East nuance, like very sensitive 
foreign policy stuff and so she's like up on her game you know what i mean and mm -hmm. i i i think oh, yeah. she'll see the the irony in it she'll see the joke so i send it to her and she's like what the fuck is this yeah it's like you shit on her desk yeah she's like are you are you serious right now and i had to kind of reassess uh, then what... you had to deny that you were a hateful person right. to her yeah right and then even then she was probably never really sure like you know, probably looked at me like uh, like a lot of people did um, for a long time. They're like, I don't know about this Chronicle.su, the whole hate thing. <laughs> but because that's like, that's the real trap of irony is that um, on paper, it's not ironic. It's just... Yeah, I'm over the, the ironic hate thing. That's not, uh, that's not a good road to go down. Uh, the proper uh, use of hate is the Tom Morello... Right. Point your fucking righteous guitar hate. at it and hate uh -huh. it. Righteous hate at the barbarians, the the cannibal barbarians who deserve it. There you go. Chronicle.su uh, Radio Hate is brought to you proudly by Lebel Droker Incorporated, home of all things sucking and fucking, and uh, publisher of the Internet Chronicle. They gave us such wonderful products as spray paint, which debuted... Uh, tonight we'll get to hear that commercial again at the Super Bowl. So that's cool. Kilgore, it's always a pleasure. Yeah, it's good. That's this is a good time to end it. We really paced this show out well. You know, um, I just want to remind uh, all the listeners that we we fucking hate you, all ten of you. We all hate you equally. Probably there's more like five, but whatever. This is like every show where we. We went long, and we still didn't get to all the all the material we had ready. So we'll save it we for have, next time. Oh well, yeah. You and, can always uh, recycle, reuse. Yeah, Re regurgitate. I mean, how many times have they heard that fucking Chris Namelka shit? Fucking. I didn't bring it up. Animals. <laughs> I didn't bring that shit up. And uh, we didn't get to talk about Silver Corp, those Venezuelan commandos. That uh, oh, they're that's a good one. You know what? We've, I've, heard, you know, for me, the freebooter revolutionaries, the Bay of Pigs, the goddamn, all this, I've, you know, that's an old story. And at least it failed this time, like it usually does. Unlike in Chile, unlike in uh, some unlucky places. So that's it. Um, the, you lucky listeners, uh, we're in the lucky place tonight when you got to hear this show. This was a good one. Was, I enjoyed it. Chronicle.su, Hate Radio, signing off. I'm HateSec. This has been Kilgore. Uh, you're the audience, and you can sign up for this wherever you get podcasts at um, iTunes, and it's on. you can get a, the RSS feed, however you do that, and uh, all that shit at HateRadio.su. You can sign up for it on Spotify. It's, it's all there, like whatever you're using, and uh, even right here at Twitch and Twitter, and it's... It's all around you. You're fully immersed. When Hate Radio is on, uh, you're sitting quietly and listening. That's the that's the long and short of it. All right, that's it. That's the show. Go fuck yourselves, and um, we'll catch you on the flip. Eat a dick. The ghost of a hand floats over there, and a smile, a smile, it seems. So lonely She gave me a hand 
was nice to rock up the band And she seemed to say She seemed to say You're the only And we danced like two snowflakes In the falling wind In the wind And we five and gone Won't you let Molly
coming 